Hello, welcome to Rashi, Parashah study, Parashat Mishpatim. Today, in this week's Parashah, we're going to see the last of the storyline of Ma'amad Harsinai, and Rashi's comments on that, and hopefully help understand it within the context. What we're not going to do, and what's probably really worthwhile to do, is to see the first three chapters of this week's Parashah, Rashi's comments on the Pesukim, the mitzvot of Parashat Mishpatim, and how he explains the mitzvot on multiple levels. He explains them based off the Midrash of Hazal. He explains them based off the Targum of Unkulus. He explains them Lafi, the Pshat of the text. So it's really a fascinating job does that she does throughout Parashat Mishpatim of explaining the mitzvot of the Torah. But we're going to focus on the storyline that appears in Perekav Dalet. And Perekav Dalet, it begins... And he said, come up to the mountain and you'll bow down, you, Aaron, the seven of the elders, and then you're going to go down, and then only you, Moshe, come back up, right? Which he tells him in Pasuk Yudbet, you come back up by yourself. This time you're going to stay there for 40 days, 40 nights. We're going to give you the Luchot Abrit. And by the way, on that comment in Pasuk Yudgimu, Moshe gets up with Yehoshua, and she says, I'm not sure why Yehoshua is mentioned here, because he wasn't asked to go up. So, fine. It was an interesting comment, and Ashi showing his modesty. I don't understand why he's mentioned. But either way, we definitely have Moshe going up to the mountain twice. Once was Aaron, Adav, and Avihu, and the Sivim Zekanim, and the second time by himself for the 40 days, 40 nights. Ramban understands this whole chapter coming after Parashat Mishpatim, which comes after Ma'amad Harsinai and Aserat Adibrot. He says, okay, Moshe got Aserat Adibrot. Hashem told them on the spot, Parashat Mishpatim, and therefore Hashem says, okay, come up a little bit, but you do it, they'll find they come up, and they go down, and Moshe goes back up for 40 days, 40 nights. That's a sequence of events all taking place on the day of Aseret Hadibrot, which takes place on Rav Sivan, everything taking place on that way throughout the entirety of Parashat Mishpatim, and he explains it sequentially. But what Hashem does he does something interesting, and it's not just Rashi, it's based off the Gemara, Masechet Shabbat. What Rashi does, he explains the first 11 Pesukim of Perekaf Dalid. On the 4th of Siban. And Pesuk Yudbet, when Hashem says, come up the second time, just you alone, Rashi comments and says, So it's really very strange. I mean, if we understand Rashi correctly, what Rashi is saying here is the beginning of the parashah when he says, Moshe, you and Aaron, Adav, and Avihu, you come up, and we're going to make a mizbeah, and I'm going to say, is really part of the process that's taking place on Dalit Sivan. It should really be in Perek Yudhet of Shemot, which are the events that precede Matan Torah. Perek of Dalit, Pasuk Yudbet, is a direct, direct continuation of Har Sinai, on the 6th of Sivan, when Hashem is finally inviting Moshe up to the mountain to receive the Luchot, because Moshe was on the ground when the Luchot were being spoken, when the Dibrot, Aseret Dibrot were being spoken, and then went up to get the Luchot. 
And the obvious question is, Rashi, why are you doing this? Why are you taking a text, dividing it into two, saying the beginning of Kavdalad is really Perikutet, and then Pasukut Bet of Perikavdalad is a continuation of of Harsina, of uh, afterwards at Ten Commandments. It's very strange. What forces Rashi to do this? So one of the things that the commentators suggest is that in Perek Avdalot, Pasuk Aleph, the Jewish people are saying they're getting sprinkled with the blood of the Berit. It does stand to reason that these things are taking place after Matan Torah. They need to enter into the Berit prior to Matan Torah, before Hashem is actually going to tell them the Lahot, which makes sense within that sense. They also bring proof from Pasuk Alpha Il Moshiach as if it's relating events of the past. By the way, he had told this to him prior to, whereas Pasuk Yudbet starts off a Yomer Adonai Moshiach. Now God is speaking to Moshe and telling him to come up. So that's on a linguistic sense, a conceptual sense, but really it begs the question, why would the Torah write it this way? Why does it leave the first 11 Pesukim of Perekaf Dalid that we see at the end of Mishpatim, why does it take it out of Perekutet of Yitro and only place it afterwards? It's almost as if the Torah wants us to read it, even though it's taking place beforehand, but it's coming afterwards. When are they entering the Brit? Only after they heard of Parashat Mishpatim. And the Torah by writing it the way it does, is giving us the sense that Parashat Mishpatim is part of the Berit which Am Yisrael are acquiescing to in order to enter uh, the connection with Hashem. And that's how integral Parashat Mishpatim is, the basics of Jewish society, the basics of treating your slave fairly, the basics of treating the ged, the yatom, the almanah, the orphan, the widow, the stranger, the convert fairly, of how to pay back damages that we cause and be responsible for others within society. These basics are a necessary part of the brit that Am Yisrael has with Hashem. So it's true. It's really said beforehand. It really happened in Perkutet. It happened prior to Hashem ever saying Parashat Mishpatim. But think of the effect it has on the reader, that the reader might make the mistake in quotations that the Ramban makes and assumes it's coming after, and it's purposeful. The Torah wants you to do that, to show you how important Parashat Mishpatim is, how integral it is to creating a Beri with Hashem. So often, and this highlights something very interesting, shows us what Rashi will do and what Rashi doesn't do. Rashi will point out and tell us how to place the pieces. But what Rashi doesn't do is, okay, why? Give me the why. And that Rashi will leave to other people to come and attempt to explain the why of the Torah. He's just defining the pieces for you that you have to play with. How does the puzzle look like when you realize I could have rearranged the puzzle differently and you ask the why question, that's where then different commentators can come in and comment. Hopefully we'll continue next week with Parashat Turuman, the the discussion of the creation of the Mishkan. Shabbat Shalom.